Chapter Nine of Bransford of Rainbow Range by Eugene Manlove Rhodes. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Nine Taken Lord Huntley, then he did speak out. O oh, fair Mortva, his body, I here will fight double de lane or anything else, Geordie. Whom has he robbed? What has he stole? Or has he killed Arnie? or what's the crime that he has done his foes they are so many old ballad hue and cry hubbub and mystery swept the isle of arcady that morning but the most painstaking search and query proved fruitless it developed beyond doubt that the football man had not been seen since his one brief appearance on the ballroom floor search was transferred to the mainland where as it neared noon lake's perseverance and thoroughness were rewarded in chihuahua suburb beyond the north wall lake noted a sweat-marked red roan horse in the yard of rosalio marquez better known by reason of his profession as monte straightway the banker reported this possible clue to the sheriff and to billy who was as tireless and determined in the chase as lake himself the other masqueraders had mostly abandoned the chase he found them on the bridge of the la luz sallyport it may be worth looking into lake advised the sheriff better send someone to reconnoitre someone not known to be connected with your office you go billy if you find anything suspicious the sheriff can phone to the hospital if he needs me i'm going over to see how the old watchman is ought to have gone before if he gets well i must do something handsome for him billy fell in with this request he had a well-founded confidence in lake's luck and attached much more significance to the trifling matter of the red roan horse than did the original discoverer especially since the discoverer had bethought himself to go to the hospital on an errand of mercy billy now confidently expected early developments and he preferred personally to conduct the arrest so that he might interfere if necessary to prevent any wasting of good cartridges he did not expect much trouble however providing the affair was conducted tactfully reasoning that a dead game sport with a clean conscience and a light heart would not seriously object to a small arrest poor billy's own heart was none of the lightest as he went on this loyal service to his presumably favoured rival bicycle back he accompanied the sheriff beyond the outworks to the mexican quarter near the place indicated by the banker billy left his wheel and strolled casually round the block he saw the red roan steed and noted the double rainbow branded on his thigh monty was leaning in the adobe doorway rolling a cigarette billy knew him in a business way hello monty good horse you got there yes it's nice horse said monty want to sell him he's no my horse explained monty he's of a friend i like his looks said billy is your friend here or if he's downtown what's his name i'd like to buy that horse he is within but he's not apparent he is dormindo yes sleeping it was last night to the bail mascarada billy nodded yes i was there myself he decided to take a risk assuming that his calculations were correct x must equal bransford so he said carelessly let's see bransford went as a sailor didn't he un marinero 
Oh, no, he was attired like one uh, cos uh, what you call these things uh, on a ballon bar jugé on those pieds. Oh, see, see, one feet ball. Myself, I come soon back. I have no business. The best people is all for the dance, said Monty, with hand turned up and the shrugging shoulder. Do media noche, twelve of the clock, I am here back. I find here the horse of my friend, and one got a letter that I am not to lock the door. Okay, he may come to a sleep, so I make to repose myself. Later I am aroused when my friend am to retire himself. Ah, que hombre! I am not to a smile to see him in these so ridiculous vestidos. He is a poor gay. Ah, que Jeff! In all ways, this is a man ver suficiente courageous a strong formidable yet he is keep the disposition the heart of a simple little child on a muchacho i'll come again said billy and passed on he had found out what he had come for the absence of concealment dispelled any lingering doubt of jeff butinsky yet he could establish no alibi by monte perhaps billy white may require here a little explanation all things considered billy thought jeff would be better off in jail with a friend in the opposite camp working for his interest than getting himself foolishly killed by a hasty posse if we are cynical we may say that being young billy was not averse to the role of deus ex machina perhaps a thought of friendly gratitude was not lacking then too adventure for adventure's sake is motive enough in youth or as a final self-revelation we may hint that if jeff was a rival so too was lake and one more eligible let us not be cynical however or cowardly let us say at once shamelessly what we very well know that youth is the season for clean honour and high emprise that boy's love is best and truest of all that poor honest billy in his own dogged and fantastic way but sought to give true service where he loved there we have said it and we are shamed how old are you sir forty fifty most actions are the result of mixed motives you say well that is a notable concession at your age let it go at that billy then acted from mixed motives when billy brought back his motives and the sheriff Monte still held his negligent attitude in the doorway. He waved a graceful salute. "'I want to see Bransford,' said the sheriff. "'He is a-sleepin,' said Monte. "'Well, I want to see him anyway.' The sheriff laid a brusque hand on the gate-latch. Monte waved his cigarette airily, flicked the ash from the end with a slender finger, and once more demonstrated that the hand is quicker than the eye. The portentously steady gun in the hand was the first intimation to the eye that the hand had moved at all. It was a very large gun, as to caliber, the sheriff noted. As it was pointed directly at his nose, he was favorably situated to observe, looking along the barrel, that the hammer stood at full cock. "'Perhaps you have some papers for him,' suggested Monty, with gentle and delicate deference. He still leaned against the door jamb. But if not, it is best that you do not enter these, my little house, to disturb my guest. That would be to commit a rudeness, no? 
the sheriff was a sufficiently brave man if not precisely a brilliant one yet he showed now intelligence of the highest order he dropped the latch you billy stop your laughing do you know mr monte i think you are quite right he observed with a smiling politeness equal to monte's own that would be rude certainly my mistake an englishman's house is his castle that sort of thing if you will excuse me now we will go and get the papers as you so kindly pointed out they went away the sheriff billy and motives billy still laughing immoderately monte went inside and stirred up his guest with a prodding boot toe meester jeff he demanded what you been a doin now jeff sat up rumpled his hair and rubbed his eyes sleepin he said and before poquet the sheriff he has been to make a arrest of you i think me said jeff rubbing his chin thoughtfully i haven't done anything that i can remember now sure no small little crime not last night me i just got up i have not here jeff considered this suggestion carefully no i am sure not for years some mistake i guess or maybe he just wanted to see me about something else why didn't he come in i meekly class of him that he do not said monte i see jeff laughed come on we'll go see him you don't want to get into trouble they crossed the bridge and met the sheriff just within the fortifications returning in a crowded automobile jeff held up his hand the machine stopped and the posse deployed except billy who acted as chauffeur you wanted to see me sheriff at the hotel why yes if you don't mind said the sheriff good dinner i ain't had breakfast yet first class said the sheriff cordially won't your friend come too ah signor you ashamed me that i am not so hospitable easy to not purred monte as he followed jeff into the tonneau the sheriff reddened and billy choked nothing of the sort said the sheriff hastily lapsing into literalness you were quite within your rights for that matter i know you were at your own bank dealing when the crime was committed i am holding you for the present as a possible accessory but if not then as a material witness by the way monte would you mind if i sent some men to look through your place there is a matter of some thirty thousand dollars missing lake asks us to look for it i have papers for it if you care to see em oh no signor said monte he handed over a key la casa è suya thank you said the sheriff with unmoved gravity anything of yours you want em to bring bransford why no said jeff cheerfully i've got nothing there but my saddle my gun and an old football suit that belongs to jean baird over on the west side but if you want me to stay long i wish you'd look after my horse i do have leave there my gun i keep to protect my little house observed monte tell them one to keep e for me i'm much attached to that gun why yes i've seen that gun i think said the sheriff they'll look out for it all right billy the car turned back oh you were speaking about monte being an accessory i didn't get in till way past night and i've been asleep all day said jeff apologetically might i ask before or after exactly what fact monte was an accessory bank robbery for one thing ah that would be lake's bank anything else the sheriff was not a patient man and he had borne much also he liked lars porcina perfection even in trifles is rare and wins affection he turned on jeff with an angry growl 
murder lake murmured jeff hopefully the sheriff continued ignoring and indeed only half sensing the purport of jeff's comment at least the wound may not be mortal that's too bad said jeff he was if possible more cheerful than ever the sheriff glared at him billy from the front seat threw a word of explanation over his shoulder it's not lake the watchman oh old lars porcina that's different not a bad sort lars maybe he'll get well hope so and i shot him dear me when did it happen you'll find out soon enough said the sheriff grimly your preliminaries right away hell i haven't had breakfast yet jeff protested feed us first or we won't be tried at all within the jail while the sheriff spoke with his warder it occurred to billy that since jimmy phillips was not to be seen he might as well carry his own friendly message so he said guardedly buck up old man keep a stiff upper lip and be careful what you say this is only your preliminary trial remember lots of things may happen before court sets the devil looks after his own you know jeff had a good ear for voices however and billy's moustache still kept more than a hint of mephistopheles jeff slowly surveyed billy's natty attire with a lingering and insulting interest for such evidences of prosperity as silken hosiery and a rather fervid scarf-pin at last his eye met billy's and billy was blushing does he drawled jeff languidly ah you own the car then poor billy notwithstanding the ingratitude of this rebuff billy sought out jimmy phillips and recounted to him the circumstances of the arrest oh naughty naughty said the deputy caressing his nose lake's been a cowman on rainbow he knew the brand on that horse he knew jeff was chummy with monte he knew in all reason that jeff was in there and most likely he knew it all the time so he sneaks off to see lars after shooting him from ambush damn him and sends you to take jeff looks like he might be willing for you and jeff to damage either which or both of yourselves as the case may be it looks so said billy must be a fine girl murmured jimmy absently well what are you going to do looks pretty plain it looks plain to us but we haven't got a single tangible thing against lake yet we'd be laughed out of court if we brought an accusation against him we'll have to wait and keep our eyes open you're sure lake did it there was no rubber nose piece at monty's house all the rest of the football outfit but not that that looks bad for jeff on the contrary that is the strongest link against lake i dare say badensky uh, mr ransford is eminently capable of bank robbery at odd moments but i know approximately where that nose guard was at sharp midnight after the watchman was shot here billy swore mentally having a very definite guess as to how jeff might have lost the nose guard lake clark turnbull thompson ellick or myself one of the six of us brought that nose guard to the bank after the robbery and only one of the six had a motive and a key only one of you had a key corrected jimmy cruelly but can't jeff prove where he was maybe he won't i'd sure like to see her said jimmy End of chapter nine